Welcome to the Laid Off Podcast, episode four. We did it. We're, we're on four. We have new guests. It's not the same guest as last time. It is our first time on Zoom, so be patient with us if it sounds shitty. We're not really 100% sure how the Zoom's going to come out, but we think it will be good. And we're here this week with Micaeus. Micaeus, how are you doing? What's going on, guys? I'm glad to be here, finally. Made it into top five. Thankfully. Five, that's right. You know, we're always looking for new shit. If we can do it on Zoom, be social distance, that's even better. Safety first. Safety first. So uh I know much like me at the moment, um, even though I did I did get the starting off and I'm gonna be starting a job in a couple of weeks. Much like me, you are unemployed right now. Correct, correct. It's been uh, it's been pretty rough, I'd say. I've been in and out of a few jobs now. I ended up actually shortly I worked for uh medical device company where i i was building ventilators actually so you know uh, helping uh save lives a little bit i'm i wouldn't say i'm a hero or anything like that i just i just built the machines you know yeah just you're not the hero you're just the guy who built the machines for the hero exactly yeah like if people need if you know we got those we got those for you it's not like you know you're a uh, first responder making machines helping people survive COVID or anything. You you don't deserve a vaccine in the eyes of the state. Nah, nah, it's not that serious. Clearly, clearly. What else have you been up to? How have you been getting through your days? Uh, so right now I've actually I'm on a bit of a gym kick. So my friend he actually did a 90 day challenge last year, where he would go to the gym or work out for 90 days straight. Um, he ended up getting to like a hundred and then he started back up this year. You know what? I'm not doing anything. I might as well do something productive, you know? So I started going to the gym. I'm on, I think day 18 right now. Well, very good. That's, I mean, almost three weeks. I, I, I will wish say I had that motivation, dude. Like I've been like, I drove to the gym the other day, looked inside and went, nah, seems kind of busy. I probably shouldn't go. And then went back home. Dude, you, you cannot go at peak times. It just kills all <laughs> and all like everything. Like if you go anywhere from, I'd say like even two, two to like six or seven, it's going to be packed because everybody's at work and all that. This was actually, this is like noontime, but I feel like a lot of people go in their lunch break. A lot of people like aren't working right now. So I feel like peak times are all fucked up. They're not your usual peak time. Yeah, it's definitely a bit sporadic. I like to go around noon. And if I don't, I go all the way like at the end when they're about to close like eight or nine. And it's usually pretty empty. But the the only thing with that is that the gym is a freaking mess because right, gross. So yeah, I, I used to go back in the day. There's a 24 hour planet fitness near me. I used to go at like fucking 
11 o'clock it was great you go from like 11 to like 12 30 you get home at like 1 a.m take a quick shower hit the bed that was good shit. well i even i even used to go because when i was at the the assembly place where i was building the machines yeah uh, i was actually on third shift which i had never done and it's it's pretty rough like it takes a toll on you i only liked it because i had a nice routine where i would go 11 to 7 work and then I would go straight to the gym. I wouldn't even like pass by my house. I'd just go straight to the gym, work out for about an hour, and then go home, shower, eat, and then go to bed and repeat. So I did like that that little routine. But wow, was that that shift something? I mean, yeah. It's if you get the motivation to go, you just gotta go because that motivation is like it's not always there. <laughs> right. You just gotta. I think the first step is really like getting dressed. Once you got that, I think it's pretty easy. Like you're, you're like, oh, I'm already dressed. I might as well go. There's like three weeks of like easing into the gym. And the first week is thinking about going. The second week is going to the gym, but not actually going inside because you're too scared. Mm-hmm. And then the third week is like going inside and doing like one thing. And then be like, okay, that's enough for today. I got to go. I made progress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then eventually you just end up spending an hour, hour and a half there. And you actually get a decent workout every day, which is nice. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm very streaky when it comes to going to the gym. Like I'll go for like, I think the last period I had, it was like three months in a row that I went and then I just stopped going for three months and now I'm back on it again. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, people always say, they're like, oh, it's so easy to gain weight and it's so hard to lose weight. And it's like so true. You can go to the gym for three months, you lose uh, 10, 15 pounds. And then you don't go to the gym for three months, you gain 20. It's, it's, it's stupid. This thing. The easiest thing to gain weight. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. Before I was trying to like kind of bulk up, you know, right now I'm trying to really watch what I eat. Yeah. Not eat too many foods with high sodium counts and all that. But that's that's pretty much what I've been up to, to be honest. Just hitting the gym, playing playing a lot of Apex lately. Yeah, you've been getting into Apex? Yeah. Just got a uh, PS5. Oh, uh, you got one? Small flex, small flex. I, I love it. What have you? Are you playing Apex on it? Are you do? Are you rocking that on PC? Yeah, I'm playing Apex on it right now. Uh, I was thinking of flipping it for for a second there, and when I took it out of the box, I think that was a wrap. I was like, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting rid of this right now. I, I kind of really want this. So I thought the same thing. It's funny because I I won mine, um, as you know, in like a contest, and I got mm-hmm. it for free. It got shipped to me, and I, I was pumped when I got it and I saw the box not opened. I was like, you know, I could probably sell this for like 800, 900 bucks. Bad. and i paid nothing for it and then i opened it and i saw the system itself and i was like nah i'm about to plug this bitch in <laughs> like oh, yeah. it's too hard like as like a gamer like somebody who just loves the game like you you can't pass it up bro you feel the controller for the first time and you're like Dude, I, the first time i played like uh, i played assassin's creed i was like god damn i can feel the bow and arrow like in the yeah. trigger like the resistance feature like it actually feels like you're pulling back it's crazy they added it to uh well the spider-man miles morales game like when you oh, shoot yeah. the, you can feel the tension in the web when you're like swinging downward uh and my friend who plays fifa he said when like the players get tired on the field you can feel it getting harder to sprint oh, wow. tur- so definitely cool really happy i actually ended up getting one finally not it's still not easy to get one too that's the crazy part it's still like winning the lottery to get a PS5. It's tough to actually get your hands on one. Oh, yeah. I, I ended up getting it at BJ's because one of my friend's brother's friends works at BJ's and he had told him that they got some in. 
but it was it's like random like you wouldn't i wouldn't really think bj's or like a place like that would have one but yeah i've seen like deals at costco bj's all that shit yeah 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 i got a second one like the week after i got mine for my buddy his stepson wanted one he had been really trying to get it for him for christmas and i want to say it was the day after christmas i got a twitter alert because i had been following the release pages mm-hmm. i got a twitter alert that amazon had them. and i just went added one to my cart and checked out right away wow and it was literally next day delivery i got i ordered it the 26th i got it the 27th delivered to my door and then i and then i just i sold it to him that's crazy i i like <laughs> my time i like it gets to the site it's like yeah these are sold out sorry yeah it was insane i I'd been like frantically trying to get them like religiously every time they got on sale anywhere in November and the beginning of December until I won the contest that I got mine. Once I had it, literally the first time I saw they were available on Amazon, I was able to get one with next day delivery. That's insane. That's did just you, how it works. Which version did you get? The uh, it was the, the console version with with the disc. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I got. I don't I don't play that digital shit. I I do, I don't buy any physical game discs, so that's why I was looking for the digital, but they only had the disc version. And I think they they know people, they bundle it with all this other stuff because they know right. people are mostly moving towards digital. So they they make you get the console version when that's like the only one they have. Cuz the yeah, hype is still pretty real right now for it. It's funny with the digital because the digital is like it will come with like two games and a gift card and like a year of playstation plus but then it's like eight eight hundred dollars so i don't want to pay four hundred dollars more than what it's worth exactly the only thing i i kind of wanted for for the one i got was the extra controller because those break like really easily especially when you when you rage a lot uh (laughs) specifically which you may or may not do it doesn't have to be disclosed yeah i'm not saying i personally do it i do but um, yeah, it's definitely nice to have an extra controller and just the console in general. Don't have to worry about looking for it everywhere, paying attention to any alerts. So speaking of being unemployed, have you been following the stimulus check stuff? I was going to say like before before we got into it, uh, if we could say a little prayer. Dear God, thank you. I know you're, you got a lot on your plate right now. But if you can just let that stimulus check hit my bank account, maybe during the recording of this podcast, maybe tomorrow, uh, really. Anytime yeah. within the next 24, really. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, no, you got a lot of stuff on your plate, but if you could just do that for, for your boy, thank you. Amen. Now, with your job, where you did you leave by choice or were you like, like are you still able to collect unemployment? Uh, so the first, it was actually the job that I was just at, I left um i was there for three months at or five months last year um and then they let a bunch of people go they just really didn't need the the help because they saw the they saw kind of like the spike going down of like covid cases right the downward trend as you know towards the end of the year kind of picked back up but i i went through an agency and they had already found me another job that i really wasn't feeling i think i was there for like one day and i was like i don't think this is for me and they told me that the last place I was just at was hiring again on second shift this time. So I thought it'd be a little bit easier for me. And then I was there for a little bit. I mean, it, it's not deep in New Hampshire. It's like an exeter around there. Oh, yeah. That's not too, too far. Yeah, it was, it's like a 40 minute drive from where I'm, where I'm at each way. There was definitely some cool people there, but there was also like a lot of like bigotry and like racism up there. Damn. And, it was just kind of uncomfortable to be in that environment all the time. 
and then I had another offer, which is this is wild. So I had another offer for a different job, pay a lot better. They wanted a COVID test. So I went to go take the COVID test at Walgreens. I guess that was my first mistake. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that'd be the first place I'd choose to take a COVID test, but it wouldn't they, be they, the last place. They sent a link of like different places where they do like free COVID tests. So I, I just like, okay, I just scheduled it at Walgreens. These dudes lost my freaking test. Like Damn. lost. They was like, oh, in two to four days, you'll get the results. Lose the test. So I... Within like the fifth day, I was like, okay, like, where's my test? And they told me it hadn't arrived at the lab and it was most likely lost. So I go to take a different test. But by then they had already pulled the offer for me for that new job. And then I think like two days later, I got the, <laughs> I got the results from, from Walgreens saying that I was negative. So that's crazy. Uh, let me tell you though, the thing with COVID tests, like some places are a mess. There's a lot of places that do it great. Uh, so my mom got COVID right around Thanksgiving and we're me and my girlfriend both had been with her the week before you know she wasn't sick but still close enough where we should get ourselves tested so we went to go get tested at a um urgent care bro we got there about 5 a.m right this place opened at 8 but we knew the lines get so fucking crazy that we were like we better get there early so we get there like 5 a.m grab some dunks we're like sitting in the parking lot more cars more cars more cars everybody's sitting there so finally like 6 30 we're like all right, we better get out of the car and start like waiting at the door if we want to be early because some people were starting to do it. And, mm. and some people went back to their car, so we ended up being first in line. Solid. They come to the door and they go, oh, we're not testing for COVID today. Like, that's what you do. Like, literally, <laughs> nobody comes to urgent care anymore because everyone's just getting tested for COVID and there's super long lines. They're like, yeah, we don't have any tests. We can't do the tests because they do like the rapid like 15-minute test. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then we hear them while we're in the waiting room trying to figure out what we're doing because they're calling other locations to see if they could fit people in. We hear them say like, oh yeah, we have the test. It was like the guy in charge telling like a nurse. He was like, yeah, we have tests. We just don't have the staff. So we decided we're not doing it today. <laughs> so then my girlfriend was like, I just fucking heard you say you had the test. Like, just give us a test. Like we're two people. You already sent a hundred people away. Like, you can give the two of us tests. So then they finally agreed to do it. And it was just, dude, really? Like, because you're understaffed, you're going to deprive people of COVID tests? That's an important thing. Everybody needs that nowadays. Yeah, you need to know before you, like, think. like you're still like, trying to social distance and everything, but it's nice to just don't know if you are at more risk or not. Exactly. And it's like where I'd been directly exposed to somebody who did test positive, I, you know, it was, like, important because... Oh, do we, we all have COVID? Like, do I just go to my parents' house? Like, do I have to go to someone else's house or I spend it alone? You know, but they were trying, this is like two days before Thanksgiving. They're trying to tell people, oh, we don't have tests when they just were understaffed. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's, shit's crazy. Dude. People just do whatever they want. It's all, it's all been a mess from like the rollout of, of the vaccines to like the testing to preparedness in general of like how we were. It's just all been a mess. I mean, I was able to schedule a vaccine. I'm not even technically eligible. They text me and they're like, do you want to schedule a vaccine? And I clicked it and I was able to. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm not eligible. No, like if you offer it to me, I'm going to fucking take it. Exactly. And they're trying to get, I think they're trying to make everyone eligible by, I think, May was the last thing I saw. Right. It, it, I get like how some people are kind of hesitant because it's you're rolling out vaccines from almost every like Johnson Johnson has a, a mm -hmm. vaccine. Some people are getting a little bit like worried. 
is this a little too fast like you guys are just pumping these out the the recurring thing is oh we don't know the long-term effects i mean yeah but it's honestly at this point if you really want things to go back to normal just get the vaccine and and hopefully we can have some level of normalcy you know facts yeah i mean i totally respect somebody's opinion to not get it that's fine i think we're gonna end up and i'm not that I necessarily agree with it but i think we're gonna end up in situations where if you want to do things you're gonna have to present a negative test or a vaccine card facts i don't love the idea of that it's a little too controlling for me but it's, how are you long <laughs> you gonna live with this pandemic like torturing the whole country yeah and i think it's gonna be here for like the effects of it i think we're gonna feel it for another couple more years to be honest i don't think it's necessarily going anywhere anytime soon no not by any means anyway so you had mentioned i don't know if you want to bring it up now but you had mentioned you had a beef that you wanted to address it's just a quick little thing um i just want the record to state that uh my cat who's named milo was named milo before pedro's dog and he he likes to say that his milo is better but as we all know the original is in most cases better and i the reason i say that brings me to my second beef with him and not only him but leo batista as well they both state that pancakes are better than waffles that is just a lie that is just i mean if so we're gonna get into a debate I, i'm gonna side with them i do i do think i like pancakes more than waffles how are you gonna tell me pancakes the, the most boring breakfast like you could have how is it boring that's your fault for making them boring. You can spice up pancakes. You you don't have you don't even have have to do much to spice up waffles, dude. What do you have you, to do? You fucking put butter and syrup on them. That's the same thing that goes on pancakes. It's like roll right over on pancakes and, and, and waffles. They they go right into the little pockets that, that are made perfectly for the waffles, dude. Like it's it's I, it's such an. I am not trying to say like I am a fan of waffles. But I don't know. When it comes to like elite breakfast food, I'm ordering pancakes before I'm ordering waffles. You have to be more pro waffles than you are pro pancakes. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Gonna, I'm going to say like the ranking of like the three things that are similar to each other. For me, it's going to be pancakes, waffles, French toast. Wow. 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 I don't want to get too upset on this podcast right now. So I think we can just move on. Um, I would just like to state that both you and Pedro... Uh, and Leo as well are wrong. All right, you know I'll accept it. It's it's a personal taste. Thing. I mean, it is what it is, but just know that some opinions, while they are opinions, are wrong. Any opinion that's not your opinion? Oh, not necessarily mine, but in, in this case, yes, mine. It's not no waffles. All right, Team Waffle. Uh, I, I respect it. I like waffles. Are you talking like not to dwell on it? But are you talking like homemade waffle? Or are you talking like egg? No, just waffles in general. So you're going to tell me, like, any waffles better than any pink? I'm saying the concept of a waffle. Okay. So you're not arguing that, like, a frozen Eggo is better than, like, a homemade pancake? No, no, no. That's not what I'm arguing. Okay. That's fair. That's not what I'm arguing at all. Just concepts. I get it. All right. Well, you know, people will listen, and and they can can tune in. Maybe they'll put up a poll or something. In a few days, once people listen, people get real fired up about the debate. Because I've never... I've never been a part of that debate. I mean, I'm just saying I put up a poll, right, on my Twitter. Yep. And while I only received six votes, they, it was, what what was it, four to two waffles over pancakes. So. All right. That's pretty good. That, that's, that's a good percentage for waffles. It is, right? It is. It's not bad. All right. So another thing we we're going to talk about today, um, 
wanted to get into I don't want to say movies in general because it's not really more of a movie topic, but you know, I, I guess we can start off with a light a light talk of movies because that's kind of how you got into your hobby, I guess you'd call it. So like what what are some of your favorite types of movies? Well, I guess I, I will watch almost everything. Besides horror. Horror is really not my not my forte, really. I, I'm it just I don't find it enjoyable. And I'm not saying there's not you know good horror movies out there because there definitely are it's just not what i enjoy watching but anything with like a good story that just like hooks you in like right from the start one of my favorite movies is uh the social network yeah me too actually i honestly just feel like that the writing in that like the screenplay is just so tight it just it, it maintain it holds your attention for literally the whole movie and i that's one of those movies that like you know what's gonna happen like after i mean with every movie you know what's gonna happen after you watched it but i still rewatch it and rewatch and rewatch it just to see if i can literally stay tuned in and glued to what i'm watching on screen even though i know where it's going yeah i mean there's a lot of movies that you can do that with i like ones that kind of throw you for like a loop of like, like i really like inception and the more you watch that movie as you know like you catch more and more things so it's really interesting when a movie can do that to you it kind of like pulls you in to the point where you want to watch it again to be like oh can i notice this did i catch that yeah and i think the first movie that did that for me was the prestige okay yeah uh i think that's what really launched me into branching out of just like watching mcu and like stuff like that like action movies that's the one that got me into more like actual film filmmaking and like cinema cinematic uh, movies so I, I dove into that when i was like oh my god this is this is really interesting i i didn't know like stories could be told like this that were just as interesting as something like uh i don't know like captain america civil war or something like that but at the same time you know that's kind of like your roots like that's you know where like your love of like movies really started kind of is with like the sci-fi comic book type based movies right yeah that and my dad my dad had a, a huge collection of dvds when i was younger and the ones that i remember watching the most over and over were rush rush hour one and two. Oh, excellent movies always would put those on and like would try to like quote the the scenes exactly how they they would come up Dude, uh those are Chris just tucker is stupid like i go back and obviously, I mean, Chris Tucker's in the intro for this podcast. It's just, he's one of the funniest fucking people. He's so he, funny. Direct, like, line to my funny bone. He always makes me laugh. Like, Rush Hour is a gold movie. Yeah, and I think those were, I think, my intro to movie movies, even though I didn't really know it at the time. But ever since then, like, I've always had some sort of attraction to movies. Like, I would, I'm pretty sure all kids used to, like, make little videos of themselves. Yeah. But, like, I did it, like, consistently from the time i was maybe like seven to to now where i like make youtube videos here and there obviously one of the videos or some of the videos that you make is showing off your collection um mm -hmm. so for people that don't know you and for people that do you have a pretty substantial collection of figures mostly movie figures do you want to talk about that what's what's kind of your like standard for if you'll buy a figure or not yeah yeah so uh for anyone who doesn't know i collect hot toys and their movie they're called the movie masterpiece like replicas of they they have all sorts of things uh they mostly right now are are doing your typical uh pop culture things like uh anything mcu star wars dc stuff like that they mostly do a lot of comic book stuff but they do also have like different movie characters and a few that i 
my goal eventually is to have as many of the Star Wars ones that I can get. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. But I also want to get a bunch of just iconic movie figures. So like they have Rocky. I definitely want to get Rocky. Tyler Durden, uh, Fight mm-hmm. Club, which I actually haven't seen that movie yet. It's a great movie, actually. If, I mean, as a movie fan, I feel like that's that's one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, that's one of the go-to. It's on my list to watch. I've I've been catching catching up on a bunch of old ones I've missed. But they have like Jim Carrey, The Mask, T- Bill and Ted. Oh yeah, Bill and Ted. Yeah, so they. I wanted to get a bunch of those movie icons eventually down down the road. But right now, it, it can get really crazy because these figures range from anywhere from. 200 to 500 dollars i'd say each so the cheapest figure base price is like 200 the cheapest i've seen is 175 holy shit that's <laughs> crazy that's ex- that's expensive it is it's an, i don't know why it shows like the most expensive hobby to get into but like that's that's literally what i did hot toys in particular how how many do you have uh and i'm sure you don't have an exact count but i'd say around 30 30 to 35 yeah so hot toys is the main ones that that make they have the licenses for all these characters there's third-party companies that make figures as well that they might not necessarily have the the rights to the to these characters but they they make those figures as well right now i'm trying to focus like I said, my collection on Star Wars because it can get really out of hand if you're just trying to collect everything that comes out. I wanted to, I want to have eventually the original Avengers, um, and then the Avengers from Endgame set up like a night. Like I, the main thing I do with them is, which is like the basis of my YouTube channel, is I I pose them because, in all honesty, these are like really high end like collectibles where like the details and the face and and the clothing, it's like. They put a lot of care into that. But at the end of the day, if you just throw it in a glass display and it's it just looks like a doll, it's not going to be as interesting to look at or, or like really eye-opening. Eye you know what I mean? Right. So you try to like set a scene kind of? Yeah, I set up different scenes depending. Like it could be like a scene from the movie or just like an action pose and stuff like that and there's a i feel like there's a lot of people in the community that don't really i want to say they don't have an eye for it but they're not that's not really what they want to do right, um, creativity is not there yeah so i try to i feel like i have a decent eye for like what looks good and like kind of like human motion and, and stuff like that so i'll i'll try to make videos saying oh like if you if you just turn this arm this way if you just turn this leg this way you can you can make it look a little bit more realistic and there's really only like a handful of uh posers in the community that are are very very good so i think it's just you know it's it's one of those things i like doing and i like making videos and making stuff like that so it's it's a way for me to kind of be creative with something i actually love as well right so for you so obviously hot toys are a big part of it but you collect other figures and stuff too do you do like obviously the big one right now is like pop figures do you do pop figures yeah so actually at the time of this recording i'm actually in the process of selling all of my pops yeah just because you don't want them or is there money in it a little bit of both i found that while they are like i like looking at them here and there but i know there's going to be a time where if i can make money off of them now um, i definitely want to do that and not just hold on to them where they like plummet in value even though I think Funko, it's been a lot compared to like Beanie Babies, like back in the day. Um, but I think, I think Funkos are gonna have a little bit. They still have a little bit more life in them because they 
it's not just like a bear or, or like a cat it's like characters that everybody it's their slogan is literally there's something for everyone like everyone is a fan of something yeah and with funko it's like there's a pop figure for literally everything like literally. tv show movie athlete wrestler like just random celebrity there there is a funko for literally everybody and if they don't have it they get it requested and they end up making it i i think at the last time i checked i had a total like the collection of figures that i had it was definitely over 100 uh, of funko pops i, I think the value of them was around three thousand dollars wow. um i don't think i'm gonna get that much for them now because uh i'm just i just kind of want to get like purge it all and, and mm-hmm. be out of it but yeah i'm in the process of selling all of my funko pops right now yeah that, that's pretty cool though i mean if it's good to be kind of like in the insides of that industry because it's something that you're interested in so you can kind of know you know i i should get rid of these now if i'm not going to hang on to them forever right right and there's there's still like a bunch like i have all of my uh finn from star wars uh mm-hmm. i have those in the case still and i have all my miles morales in the case still because i it, those are going to be a little bit harder for me to let go because i really like them but like even even the ones i have already decided i've got rid of like i added like the full collection almost of uh the force awakens pops like i don't know if you've seen the the actual video of my collection but i was kind of doing in one display case each movie so the force awakens would be all one last jedi would be all one and i was pretty much done with those and i was working on the original trilogy um funko pops and i just decided you know what i i'm just gonna get rid of these and uh <laughs> focus all my, on getting i'm focusing on on hot toys um just focused on that because that's a lot more expensive now i don't know a lot about hot toys but is it kind of like funko pops where there's ones that are more like valuable and less popular i think they're called like chase toys or chase figures yeah so with the chases they those are like there's like one in five of every of that specific pop or very it's like a variant essentially um there's one of five that are a chase version or a variant and those are random so like if you go on like amazon and i remember this happening to me there was a killmonger pop and it you have a chance of getting one of the chases um, and I ordered it and it happened to be the one I got. Um, and that one is worth uh, like almost almost double the amount of like a normal one. And it really depends on the, on the figure. But um, yeah, some of them are more valuable than others. Like any of the ones that you get are like a celebration, like Star Wars celebration, which is like the big Star Wars like, kind of Comic-Con convention. Um, those always go for a lot because those are actually limited. And that's that's really what 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 determines the value of them is how many they actually make because they there's only a, like some that are actually limited pieces, um, and then other ones you are like common and you'll find them like on the street like at Walmart or Target all the time. Right. So for you, you don't have to say the price if you're not comfortable with it. But what's the most expensive figure you have? Like in terms of like what character or who it is. Honestly, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. There have been some figures that I've bought for like resale price that are now worth like way more. I have an, an Obi-Wan Deluxe figure um from his Return of the Jet uh Revenge of the Sith, right? I bought it for retail which was like I think 250 or something around there. And his going rate right now 
I've seen them go for like over five hundred dollars. Wow, uh, yeah. just for that one. So there's definitely a few. Uh, also, the Anakin uh, Skywalker figure I have, again bought at retail like two twenty five, two fifty. There's a variant where it's like the dark side version or whatever. Also going for two fifty, but now both of those are going for well over four hundred dollars. $600. It's interesting. We were having this conversation the other day. I was at my friend's house and one of my other friends is big into movies and he was looking through like movie cases, movie covers and all that. And he was finding all these limited edition like lenticular movie covers and steel books and saying how they were worth so much more money now. So do you find it's going to be easier someday for you to just hang on to those in like 20 years 30 years they're going to be worth a lot more or is it for you more of like a pride thing that you'll like hang on to it for the rest of your life uh i think i'm, I'm probably going to hang on to them for a long time um i know there's a lot of people in the community that view them as more of an investment um they'll just get something that they think is gonna you know skyrocket in price what that ends up ha- uh, causing once they let's say they reissue a figure re-release something which has been happening a lot lately um those people then get mad because they're like oh well now what i bought for what i thought was going to be worth more is not worth not worth as much it's like okay but that's not the point of this of this hobby to be honest it's not it's not they're not making these so you can get them and then then flip them you know what i mean right exactly they're making them for people to collect they're not making them for people to collect until they're worth something yeah yeah it's like the argument to that is like well if I'm going to be spending this much money on something, I want to make sure I can get my money back for it. And it's like, yeah, I get that. But if that's the only reason that you're into collecting these, then I, I don't think this is the right thing. The, the right exactly. thing for you. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that. I personally don't collect anything except like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't really have a collection of anything. Maybe like video game systems. I have like all my systems since like the N64. I have like the original Nintendo and all that. So I guess that'd be like the closest thing I have to a collection. But it's for me, it's just like something that I think is cool. You know, people come over and I'll be like, oh, you want to play fucking Guitar Hero on the PS2? Like, it's just a fun thing that like not many people have. I'm pretty sure for you, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, check out, check out like this little scene I have set up with like Darth Vader and, and Luke Skywalker. Exactly. Yeah, it's something that's cool like that. Well, my end goal eventually, if you know if i own a home is to have like all these scenes like kind of spread out in a pathway that you're gonna see like maybe i want to recreate like the uh like lando's millennium falcon like the inside of it and, that'd like, be cool so if like you're going through like this tunnel and you see different scenes set up like on the walls you know what i mean kind of like in, in crevices in the wall um that's kind of what my end goal is with like the star wars ones the star the spider-man or black panthers that i have i think i'll I might hold on to them, might get rid of them, but um, I'll probably just have them in like an office somewhere. Yeah, but that's that's kind of my end goal with those. That's very good. And um, for people who want to see your figures, what do you have your name or your YouTube page? Uh, yeah, on my YouTube, it's the Amazing Web with uh, two Bs. Uh, so there, the the most recent video I have is like my entire collection. Um, and it's pretty up to date as of right now. Um, I think I've only gotten one or two figures lately since then. And obviously I'm, I'm removing all of the Funko Pops, but that's my latest one, The Amazing Web on YouTube. I also have a Facebook or an Instagram at the same name. Facebook as well, even though I don't really use Facebook that much. Although Facebook is really big for that just because it's so many 
with that community there's a lot of international people that they get into it and everything but yeah the amazing web all pushed together there's no spaces all right weird um did you have anything else before we moved on to something that you wanted to add about um any kind of figures or anything anything we didn't touch on i, I think we we kind of ran through everything pretty pretty well right there all right cool cool so we'll move on then our next segment here is what we do every week and i know you've listened to the podcast so you've heard it the i don't fuck with you list we each have three people that we don't fuck with for whatever our reasons may be usually we go back and forth with the three a quick explanation of why we don't really care for them did you have your three people or three things i've been i've been thinking about these for for quite a while since <laughs> the first episode i listened to i was like oh i got a list <laughs> I got all right where did you want to go first uh I'll, I'll go first just because this one is is pretty recent it's on my mind right now i don't fuck with doordash uh if this become if they become a sponsor for this podcast sometime in the future i really <laughs> apologize note that that these are my views only and not the views of the laid off podcast doordash can fuck right off right off these motherfuckers are shady as fuck to their like drivers with tips and everything and they charge an ass load like just to bring me my food like i had to delete the app from my phone because of how like upset i was and how much they fucking charge i'm not i'm not using them anymore that my food is either always delivered to the wrong house it's always cold it, it takes forever to get me my food and then on top of that it's expensive as fuck yeah you can go fuck right off doordash fuck you as a quote unquote employee of DoorDash. I agree. It wasn't a good time when I was working with them. I was just I mean, I was just doing it for some side cash. I was still on unemployment and making money off that, but I was just doing it for a little extra side hustle. Yeah, it's not really worth it. It's worth it if you need cash like the same day. If you're like, oh I need fifty bucks and I really don't have it, DoorDash is a nice way to make it. Aside from that, fuck that. Yeah, and it's like most recently I yesterday, last night I wanted to order food. And I don't have much money right now. I order the food. They charge the account. And then they're like, sorry, we couldn't fulfill your order after they already charged my account. And the refund is going to take a while. So we're good. We're sorry. That's so great. I, I didn't order. I wasn't able to eat last night. I ate like a bag of chips. Uh, all right. So fuck you, DoorDash, then. My first one, it's not actually a person at all either. Mine's also a, a company, if you will. Uh, we touched on it just a few minutes ago, to be perfectly honest. I don't really fuck with Facebook. I deleted my Facebook a while back. I had to I had to reactivate it for a job because I was running a Facebook page for a period of time and I wasn't allowed to be deactivated. I really don't fuck with Facebook. I don't like it. I don't I don't think it's good. I don't really see like the advantages of posting on it very often. I'll post like once or twice a year. I just don't like it. Like, just- I think Instagram and Twitter are so much better. It's obviously a cesspool of like just terrible terrible takes and uh just nastiness just everything well the reason i deleted it was because the or the thing that sent me overboard about facebook when i deactivated it was probably like in, in like april or may for all the black lives matter stuff and so many people in my town there was there was a rally in my town right just a an hour-long rally a few speeches everybody took a knee to honor george floyd and fucking there were so many people on facebook like from my town just like threatening to show up and beat the shit out of people or like threatening to like shoot it up 
And I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm fucking gonna go to the rally now. Like, fuck those people. Like, fucking dickheads. All that like negativity. I was just like, I can't handle it. I need, I need to get out of Facebook. It gets super amplified online, especially on Facebook, just because everybody feels super big and you know, oh, everyone's like big behind a keyboard. Yeah. So that's Facebook. I really don't fuck with it. Uh, all right. So the second thing I don't fuck with is a thing, um, and I feel like this is gonna be. A spicy take right here. I don't fuck with mint chocolate. Mint chocolate. I like mint chocolate. Mint chocolate can also go fuck right off of DoorDash and Facebook. I don't know how you take something so good like chocolate. It's almost perfect. And you then add something that's going to make your breath taste better, but then it doesn't. Like, you want to mix it with toothpaste? I don't understand. I don't understand who created mint chocolate, but they need to be arrested, thrown, thrown in jail. Their descendants need to also suffer the same consequences. Like mint chocolate is so bad. Like people are all, like so mad about pineapple on pizza. Oh, pineapple on pizza. Mint chocolate is the real like atrocity here. <laughs> I I like mint chocolate. I have no problem with it. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but like a good like mint chocolate chip ice cream, I'm all for it. Oh, that is so bad. Like the two flavor, those are just two things that should not mix. Like I, oh that's God. why it's your list, man. I <laughs> whatever you feel strongly about, but I fuck heavy with mint and chocolate. I like it. You ever I do a that. you ever do a chocolate sauce and uh, Doctor McGillicuddy shot? Well, maybe you should try it because it's fucking good. I don't I don't want I don't want anything to do with mint chocolate, dude. Nothing to do with it. Fair enough. I'm sure there's a lot. Of, I know there's a lot of people that share your opinion, but seen many that's the thing i haven't seen many that agree oh there's people i know people that don't like mint chocolate but i think it is definitely not the popular thing that's that's why we have our separate list we don't have to agree on everything and just to be clear it's not people who like mint chocolate like if you like mint chocolate that's you know that's your preference whatever but like the actual thing itself don't like get anywhere near me (laughs) so my second one it's uh so it's it's hard to it is a person it's hard to say I don't fuck with this person because I don't truly know enough about them. Okay. But okay. It, but it's Bad Bunny. And the, <laughs> hold on, I see your face. I see I see your face. I see your face. It has nothing to do with his music. It has nothing to do with his attitude. It has to do with the fact that this motherfucker is popping up everywhere I look. Everywhere I look is Bad Bunny this, Bad Bunny that. He's on fucking WWE wrestling. He's on the Grammys performing. I turn on Saturday Night Live. He's hosting. I turn on the radio. He's singing. I open up Spotify. He's on the front page. Everywhere I look, it's fucking Bad Bunny. (laughs) And I honestly can't handle this shit. If I see his stupid haircut again, I'm going to freak out. It's the overexposure for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying it's the same thing that happened with Jennifer Lawrence a few years ago. Almost in like every, she was in a bunch of movies, just back to back to back. She was having these interviews where she was like, she's like, oh, look, I'm so relatable. Like, that's just how she is. But a lot of people just didn't like it. They kind of got sick of it fast. But I think it's the same thing that happened with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. And it's just, it, it's just, it keeps popping up in places I don't expect it to. I turn on I WWE know. Royal Rumble and I'm like, oh, Bad Bunny's performing. That's okay. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. And then all of a sudden, motherfuckers running out in the middle of a match, jumping off the top rope. Get the fuck out of here. I, I, you're a big, obviously, wrestling fan, so I knew that was going <laughs> to, that might have ticked you away. 
He's like, all right, this is enough. This is getting out of hand. Yeah, I just it's not that I don't like Bad Bunny. It's that I've had too damn much of Bad Bunny. What what do you got for us? All right, my last one. I sh- it should be something that a lot of people also don't really fuck with unless you're one of these people. Um, but overly extroverted people, uh, especially when you first meet them. Yeah. I, hate that like when i'm starting to get to know somebody like hey how are you oh my god and they they need to be like the center of attention the whole time that really just rubs me along like and i'm someone that like if i don't like you right off the bat it's gonna be a while for me to you know like you again or like just be comfortable around you right and it's like one of those things like if you it's like all about energy or whatever like if if you have that sort of energy it's fine it's fine with me but like i really need to limit my interaction with you on that front um because it's just not for me I'm, I'm a very like like when i'm with my friends obviously i'm a lot more loose and everything like that but when i'm first starting to get to know you or even if i already know you and you're still like super over the top it's not for me man yeah i i don't mind it personally i'm a pretty me and you are, are pretty different in that way i'm pretty outgoing um like in the first place you know <laughs> i don't know like i I like to talk to whoever and like I'll just make friends with whoever's there even if I don't really like them. So that You're, doesn't really bother me as much. He's more like controlled like you know you don't have to be like the center of attention the whole time. You know what I mean? Right. You're not talking loud like super loud or like it happened at work or like my last job where I would I would have my headphones or my earphones on full blast and I would hear this dude just having a full conversation with everybody in the room. One person will be paying attention and he's talking to everybody. It rubs me such like it rubs me the wrong way, real bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it can be definitely kind of annoying. So my last one is another person, specifically. I'm calling people out now. Honestly, I'd be fucking dead, but fucking, I don't fuck with Floyd Mayweather. Okay, it, there's a lot of different reasons, but mostly because Floyd Mayweather, you've never lost a boxing match. I get it. You're 50 and 0 or whatever the fuck, 51 and 0. That's cool, but you fight like a bitch. You, you play with points. Bitch or is it? Sm- no, it's like a bitch. Trust me, I've asked. You've asked. You've asked him. Yeah, I asked Floyd Mayweather. He was like, "Yeah, I fight like a bitch, but I win." And I was like, "Yeah, you do." Okay. No, it, it's just boring. The thing is, the last. Sorry, not the last, because I did watch Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, but the last few boxing matches I've watched have mostly included Floyd Mayweather, and every single time it's a fucking dud. Guy just dodges a bunch of punches, gets in like jabs here and there. He doesn't go for the exciting knockout. I watched the Mike Tyson boxing match that was on a couple, I think Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. And uh, like Jake Paul opened up and all that shit. And like those boxing matches were so much more exciting than any Floyd Mayweather match I've ever seen in my life. Not to mention Floyd Mayweather be talking mad shit. Jake Paul, Logan Paul and 50 Cent and all these people he's going to knock out. And then it comes like crunch time and he cancels the fight. Yeah, I don't know what was up that. Yeah. It's like, dude, you were going to fight Logan Paul. Obviously, you're going to fucking knock Logan Paul out. Like, there's no chance he's going to win. He's not even the best boxer in his family. I think that's the that's the thing. He's just promoting the fight. You know, you want to get as much people as you can to watch it. You're like, I want to knock this person out. Knock this person. And at the end of the day, he doesn't do it. But guess what? He still makes all the fucking money for all the people that he got to watch. You Without I mean? a doubt. And he's a talented fighter, but he's not. He's, he's fucking boring. Yeah, I, w- I, I guess I wouldn't argue with that. He's just pretty strategic with what he does. What really was the straw that broke the camel's back for me was 
that when he canceled the fight with Logan Paul. I don't really care because I'm not like on like the Paul brothers dick. I think that they're amusing to watch like to box because if they actually do become boxing stars, the crazy come up from being like Vine stars, like obviously Floyd Mayweather is going to beat Logan Paul's ass and then he just cancels the fight like three days before it was supposed to happen. I just don't, I don't appreciate it. Yeah. And I don't know how much of it is just like a publicity stunt kind of thing. Well, that's the um, thing is he's old at this point. It's like, how many more fights does he really have in him? I mean, if he's not going to get hit, I don't think it really matters for him. <laughs> not a difference for him. He's still going to get paid all of <laughs> the amount of money this guy has or makes. It's just ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. He made like well after Conor McGregor fight a couple years ago, which was his last fight. It was what? It was like a hundred million dollars or something like that for like. I'm not even sure, and I don't. I don't. I'm not even sure. I can mean like most people. This man, like, doesn't even wear the same pair of underwear twice. No. And he's not even, like, that's the thing. He's he's not even educated either. It just goes to show you, like, how good he is at boxing. Because, like, he ain't smart. Like, if you ever, he, like, literally can't even read. Like, not to take shots at him. But, like, that's, like, just to show, like, how good of a fighter he is. Like, he's yep. not smart or strategic in business. He's fucking stupid. He's a great fighter. Yeah, that's but, the only thing he has to be good at. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, literally. Anyway, that that's the list. If you guys like it, you like it. If you don't, then fuck off or yell at me. A lot of people are not going to agree with my, my list. Hey, that's what, that's what it's all about, man. Controversy makes cash. Especially, We're not making any cash, but controversy does. We will. Maybe not from DoorDash or, <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> no. All right. So the last thing we're going to do, as always, I always ask, my my co-host my guests whatever you want to be called you know to recommend one thing to all the listeners that they just recommend them to, to try to do to practice to watch anything so do you have something to recommend to the people i guess going with the theme of my the podcast and what i really enjoy i'd say try to watch the force awakens and try to get into star wars if you can i know like the fandom can uh, can get pretty crazy like every fandom is crazy to be honest, to a certain extent. But I'd say give Star Wars a chance. I feel like there's a lot of good stories in the world of Star Wars. Even for some, you you don't have to, I know it can be intimidating sometimes to get into something like that because there's so much lore. I personally didn't get into Star Wars until the Force Awakens trailer was coming out. And I was old enough to go watch the prequels in the movies, but I never did. Um, I only re- like recently, real recently got into Star Wars. So I'd say give it a chance. Uh, maybe start with The Force Awakens because it's it's fairly recent and it's almost it's pretty similar to the original uh, first movie. So I say give that a chance. And then if you enjoy the whole thing, definitely check out Clone Wars TV show. It's on Netflix. Watch it in chronological order. It's really cool. Uh, adds a lot of backstory to the main character Anakin. Um, and then also watch like Rebels. TV show. They're both uh, animated I and mean, some stories can get a little bit childish but for the most part the storytelling in both of those shows are superb. Yeah, they're really good. So check those out if you if you kind of want to get into it. There you go. Yeah, that's a big investment. I mean, that's uh, nine movies and two two sets of TV shows plus you know, countless video games that go along with it. Yeah, definitely definitely fun to, to be in that world. Um and like I said, a lot of good stories. And honestly, there's a lot of stuff that can apply to like things nowadays. It's it's surprising for for a sci-fi fantasy story that's you know about lightsabers and all this evil versus good. 
lot of relatable things in there um, that you can definitely pick up on. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, I wasn't a Star Wars, Star Wars rather fan until God, I was like 15, and my brother, my brother's 10 years older than me. I was asking me about Star Wars, and I said I never saw it, and he was like, "What do you mean you've never seen Star Wars? You're gonna watch the first one right now," and he literally went and got it from like his room and played it and made me watch it but it was good and ever since then you know i've been watching it been playing the video games like i said it's, it's a rewarding thing to be a fan of because there's so much that goes with it it's something you can talk about people with it's something you know there's like a big fucking setup in disney world now like star wars land i talked about another podcast disney is a fun place to go it's not somewhere i want to go every single year but when they open attractions like a star wars world or like they're opening disneyland the avengers um i forget what it's called but just kind of like avengers land yeah that shit is so cool for for people of all ages even even if it's not uh like i love going to universal as well yeah like i i just love going to all those parks I, i don't know how different it'd be if i like lived down there and was able to go all the time but i know just anytime i'm there i'm, I'm just like so carefree and it just feels it just yeah. like blows your mood immediately just knowing that you're going there and being there it's great great stuff and seeing the things like brought to life that you see in movies is just so cool last time i went there they had just opened um the fast and furious ride at universal Going through the line, you see all like you see like Dom's charger and table where like they have like dinner like at the house in LA and like all this like cool stuff from the whole series. And I was like literally going through like a fan girl. It was like I love the Fast and Furious movie. I was like, oh my god, there's that, there's this, there's that. Literally as like a twenty probably six year old man at the time, I was like fangirling about like a fucking dinner table from Fast and the Furious. But it's yeah. so cool. So, yeah, you see it in real life. And that's like another reason why I collect like these figures, like the hot toys, because it's like a piece of the movie that I can have right in front of me, you know, in a smaller scale. Um, and that's just like when you love movies like like we do, that's stuff like that is just so, I guess, important for like your overall mood and stuff like that. Like it has it radiates like this sort of like energy, I guess, that kind of like uplifts you. It really does. Yeah. I mean, it's just very cool to, I guess, have something that you're passionate about. Yeah. That's a, that's really what it comes down to. All right. So I think that just about wraps everything up for everyone. You guys, as I said, you can follow McKay's YouTube, check out some of his figures. If you're interested in seeing that the amazing web on YouTube or Instagram, uh, do you have any other social media you want to, to shout out McKay's? Is that about it? that's a, that's about it for that uh, i have my personal twitter but i don't really i mean I, I i'm not a big followers guy like i don't really care about that stuff so all right so don't follow mckayas on twitter if you come across his account he doesn't want it you heard him thank you so much mckayas for coming on I, i've been wanting to come on for a while i feel like like i told you this in, in, in person or personally like whenever i listen to an episode i feel like jumping into the conversation with you guys so a fun thing you got you got going here hopefully you can keep doing it uh, whenever you have free time and everything but that's the plan I'm trying to get some episodes in the can before i start work obviously when you're laid off and at home all the time it's a lot easier to record episodes yeah you, know, you can see a couple more people you can go on zoom set that set all your shit up and record um but you know if anybody wants to record in the next couple of weeks hit me up because we can get it done aside from that thank you so much for listening and uh have a good night everybody deuces 
dirt. Hey, I got muscles like Superman trainer. Hey, real, real rare like Super Sam Manga. I jump, stomp, stomp on Lucifer Satan. Now I got a few rings on Jupiter skating. I meant to say Saturn, switched up the pattern. Smoking on some shatter, got me higher than a ladder. Thanks, I'm flatter, my baby mama batter. You look like Mick Jagger. Oops, a grease splatter. Jumping out the grease, it's a whole lot of degrees. About to come, about to fleece, please, please. Shh, I don't wanna hear a beat. Trying to catch some sleep, trying to count some sheep. Hot damn hot water, hot shower. Hot Atlanta smoking green cauliflower. Tangerine, yeah, I call it sweet and sour. And my lawyer say it's surgeon, I'ma call him in an hour. Dude, I just caught a plug and his phone was unplugged. I was looking at Doug like, ooh, ooh. Dude, that shit don't even make no fucking sense. Like having fucking arguments for paying 50 extra simple barbecue. Saucing on the workers at McDonald's. I don't want to sit and argue. Good burger should have taught you we all dudes. And I'm all professional and proper. But my baby mama stopped me in the meeting. Just to airdrop me some news. Hot damn hot water, hot shower. Hot Atlanta smoking green cauliflower. Tangerine, yeah, I call it sweet and sour. And my lawyer say it's surgeon, I'ma call it.